It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Money talks, BS walks, or does it? Because college football, there's an article that just came out, college football and their spending. I'm pretty sure you can guess who spends the most. I'm pretty sure you have an idea who might spend the least, but you'll never guess what Alabama spends. And you'll never guess which team in the Big Ten spends the second most. Because I never, ever, ever would have thought this team spent the second most money on recruiting for football in the Big Ten, but they do. We'll talk about that next, coming up on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is Ron Johnson. No, sorry, three, two. Hey, everyone, this is Ron Johnson. This is Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Hey, have you ever thought about that you wanted to win a little bit extra more money? Have you ever watched a game and said, I just want to be a little bit more interested? Well, this episode is powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. This is an app. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash Locked On. That's one way to do it. Or you can just download the app and just search FanDuel Sportsbook on your app platform. And depending on your participating state, you'll be able to put a little bit of money down on the Suns, on the Nuggets, on the Warriors, on the Lakers. You choose. You can just pick the scores. Yesterday, I saw one of them was uh, Joel Embiid, and I think it was uh, uh, Jason Tatum had to score a combined 58 points. Well, people, they did it. So whoever put money down on that, they won. So it's some fun stuff on, on FanDuel Sportsbook. Just go to FanDuel Sportsbook backslash, or sorry, FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started today. It's going to make every moment more. Trust me. It's going to make every game more fun, and you're going to enjoy it. And I'm not talking about a lot of money. I'm talking five bucks. Five bucks is going to make that game a lot more fun to watch. But as we uh, jump into today's show, we got a loaded show today. Tyler Newbin, Gophers starting safety. He's going to be a draft pick next year in the NFL. He returned to college because of COVID. He had another chance to come back if he wanted to, and he took it. His little brother, Jordan Newbin, running back. He's going to play uh, this year for the Gophers at running back, and he's going to join the show. We have a little secret uh, Jordan Newbin, uh, uh, I guess I would say cameo where he gets to talk, him and Lil Bro, Big Bro and Lil Bro get to talk a little junk back and forth about if they got a chance to meet in the hole in the NFL, because they won't happen in college, who wins? And I love their answer, so you have to stay tuned for that. But like I said on today's show, as I bring Sam Ekstrom into the, uh, the show, my producer, we got to talk about recruiting and money. And there's an article that came out, Sam, and everybody's talking about money. And you can guess, of course, Georgia. Georgia spends the most money on recruiting. We know that. Uh, Georgia is going to spend, and I actually this already, and you know the answer, $4.5 million. $4.5 million. The next closest school is in the $2 million range. So Georgia is say, you know what? We're going to go buy us a championship. We're going to get on the planes. We're going to get on the trains. We're going to get on the taxi cabs. We're going to get all the services possible. We're going to get out on these roads. We're going to call. We're going to FaceTime, Zoom. We're going to spend some money. We're going to go to hotels, restaurants. We're going to bring in celebrities to meet these guys. They're doing what I mean, I don't even know. If, it sounds like Taylor Swift must have come because 4.5 million. I mean, you're spending a million and a half more than every other school. Is TT coming? Is, or sorry, TS coming? Is Tay Tay coming? As The Rock would say in uh, Fast and Furious. Is Tay Tay there? I don't know. Are you a Taylor Swift fan, Sam? I am. I'm not. I'm not hardcore. Like, I'm not going to any of the concerts for $800, um, but I appreciate the music. So Taylor Swift wouldn't get you to go to Georgia if she showed up and had a personal concert for you? Uh, probably not. <laughs> but Clemson is right up there, $3.1 million. But again, right up there is $1.5 million less. But Clemson, uh, $3 million. Their average over the last six years was $1.6 million. But we're going to jump into the Big Ten because this is this is where I go. We'll, we'll break down. Stick around Friday, people. 
uh, for the roundtable discussion because we're really going to break down each of these conferences, who spends the most, who spends the least. But today's show, we, we want to spend some time on the University of Minnesota. Uh, we have Tyler Newbin on the show, Gophers. Uh, so we got to talk about it. We got to talk about the recruiting trail of PJ Fleck and this Gophers organization. I, I was a Gopher. Uh, I still love and support the Gophers. I still do a lot of work for the Gophers. But Sam, when you look at the Gophers, and their spending is actually pretty good. They spend $1.1 million on recruiting. The top, the top, people would assume, and you know the answer, so I can't ask you, but who would you have assumed had the top recruiting for the Big Ten? I probably would have said Ohio State, but I would have had Michigan in the back of my mind. One of those two, um, and obviously it it is Michigan. Correct. By, by a pretty long shot here, Ron. Yeah, yeah. $8 million, or sorry, $800,000, or $600,000 difference, which is big, because that same $600,000, $600,000 is the gap between Michigan and number two. We haven't even said who number two is yet. We'll, we'll get into that, because that's very surprising. But they are $600,000 ahead of number two. That same $600,000 is less than what the last team in the Big Ten spends, which is Iowa. I knew there was a reason we hated Iowa, because they're cheap. Iowa's cheap. So clearly there's a reason to hate them. I hate you because you're so cheap. Like when everybody, because at, at football games, for all the Gopher fans, you know, it's who hates Iowa, and then the fans reply, we hate Iowa. Who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. Who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. And so when you think about that, like I'm going to Iowa this weekend. My daughter has a softball tournament. I'm going gopher down. I'm going to wear so much gopher stuff. These Iowa softball fans are going to hate me by the end of the weekend. I don't care. I really don't care. We're going to roll the boat. We're going to sky you. We're going to M-I-N-N-E-S-O-T-A, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yay, gophers. I might even bring my oar so that when the girls score, they can do the oar off the field like the Gopher softball team. Like we're 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 going to be the obnoxious. Like I'm bringing a big giant speaker. I'm going to have the the Gopher rouser playing on the speaker. Dun, 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 hats off to thee, to thy colors, true we shall ever be firm and strong, united are we. Ra ra ra, sky you my ra 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 ra. Like they're going to hate us, Sam. They're going to hate our fan section because we found out there's no other Minnesota teams going which is great. So we're going to be the only team representing Minnesota down in Iowa this tournament this weekend. And it's going to be all like, I, I think Iowa, Nebraska, probably I'm guessing. Uh, I don't even know who else would drive up Chicago, Illinois, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who would come to Iowa, but there's no other Minnesota teams, which is great because it sucks leaving town and they having to play a team. You could have played down the street. I say that all the time. Whenever we go out of town, I'm like, we, I remember we went to, I forgot where we went. We went out of town, had like an 8 a.m. game against like the Mankato peppers. We're like, <laughs> We could have played Mankato like in like Chaska or something. Like, why did we mm -hmm. drive two and a half? We drove like three hours away to play Mankato at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or something like that. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, we should have just said, y'all just drive up 40 minutes to Chan. Let's play real quick. Let's take a little break and then we'll go play our noon game against. We played that. Our next game was against the team from Wisconsin. Uh, but we were like, we should just play the team from Wisconsin. If we're going to do that, let's do that. Why are we playing the Mankato Peppers out of town? Like, Come on. And so yeah. that's where I feel like with this Iowa deal, we're going to be the only team representing. But when I think about Iowa, they spend $577,000. So this is what I'll say. They're a really good football program. We can say we hate them. Say whatever you want. They're a really good football program. So honestly, does money really matter? Now, the answer is yes, it does. We know that. But how much? Like we're talking about quantity. The quantity or is it the quality of the money you're spending? Is it the quantity of like, I just, I'm just going to spend, spend, spend. Or is it the quality of the money you're spending on? Because this is a mission Monday, people. It's a mission Monday. And our mission is to follow the money. My mission this Monday, Sam, is to follow the money. It's a money mission Monday on the Ron Johnson Show. And following the money, Iowa spends the least. But they're still good. Number two, and I'm going I'm to tell you guys. I still can't believe this. It's Rutgers. I can't even look at the screen. Rutgers. <laughs> and I'm not hating on Rutgers. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm sorry. But Rutgers. Rutgers is the number two team for spending, Sam, in the Big Ten. Doesn't equate to wins. What are your thoughts on that? I guess when you're as far behind the eight ball as Rutgers is, 
you got to try to make up the gap by spending more. But when you look at the difference, like, okay, Rutgers is number two, but you've got about six other teams that are within half a million dollars of them. I think if yeah. Rutgers really wanted to to make a difference, they'd probably have to spend more than Michigan. They'd probably have to spend 2.6 instead of 1.6. They had so much ground to make up. And, and I wonder, what do you think the cost is, Ron? Is it travel, like cross, like Rutgers going from coast to coast, trying Maybe. to visit kids? Yeah. And it's is all it that. number of recruiters on staff? What do you think the, the dollar amount is? So it says, how much does it, it, this is how the article starts, says, how much does it cost to buy the resources necessary to win a national championship? It's about two-time reigning champion Georgia Bulldogs. The answer is $16 million, Sam. That's what two national championships will cost you. $16 million. They spent that much between 2017 and 2022 on recruiting expenses, which is more than $5 million more, sorry, which is $5 million more than any other program in the country over that same time period. So Crazy. between 20, 2017 and 2022, Georgia spent $5 million. Now, what does that mean? The reason you go back that far is because the guys working now, like a Tyler Newbin, they were recruited back in 2017. So you have to start off with, where were these guys? Where were they? I love that. Where were they? Where were you when this happened? Where were they in 2017? And that's what it goes back. We were getting ready for a Minneapolis miracle. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of the world. But they did, and they only did the Power 5 teams. Uh, I mean, now this is where it's going to get crazy because I know somebody's going to do this. You do the Power 5, then jump into that HBCU. Jump into that 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 division, or not Division 2, but the in, whatever, the uh, FBS or FCS, right? FCS? FCS is the FCS. Lower level. Yep, FCS. Because yep. FBS is the bowl series, CS is the championship series. So when you look at the FCS, even people are going to start saying, like, man, there's a huge even spending discrepancy of resources. Now it says the budgets can recover or can cover a wide variety of expenses during this process, including vast recruiting departments. So, like how much you paying your department. So that's part of it. Salary is part of it because you have recruit coordinators, you have GAs, you have people like you're paying just to recruit um, transportation. So you did bring that in, right? So flights in and out for players and coaches, all that uh, visits. Uh, there's a lot in this. There's uh, food guaranteed um, accommodation. So whatever, you know, that could be, I gotta, I gotta spend whatever. I don't know what the Radisson charges for them to have a Radisson everywhere they go. Or I don't know. It could be there. And I'm not, we have no hotel sponsor. So it could be the Radisson could be the, 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 the courtyard Marriott. It could be whoever, but I'm guessing there's some type of deal schools have to be able to have this expense, whether it's, it's, it's whatever airline, I'm not going to say an airline because they're not a sponsor, but whatever airline they're doing this. So the, all this goes into the spending. Georgia has a private jet. Now, the Gophers do, too. I don't know how much PJ uses it for recruiting, but Georgia does have a private jet. That's another thing. You have these donors that are willing to give some of this money, too. But when you think about recruiting, Sam, and that's where I go with this, Rutgers. Rutgers in 2022 was 4-8, 5-8 in 2021, 3-6 and six in 2020, 2-10 in 2019, 1-11 in 2018, and then four and eight in 2017. And 2017 doesn't count because the recruiting starts from 2017. Um, so I'm guessing they would say that 2000 season is 2017 season is when they started recruiting. So that four and eight really can't, even though that's their better year, uh, <laughs> like that's their third best year. Uh, but they were one in 11, Sam, in 2018 for Rutgers. So in that six year span, Sam, they lost eight games, 11 games, 10 games, six games, eight games, and eight games there's not a bowl game to be found there's not a bowl game to be found you find me a bowl game i can't like it's like door the explorer with Rutgers. backpack backpack what's in my backpack it's not a bowl game i know that what's back there heartbreak and receipts heartbreak and receipts are in Rutgers' backpack that's what dora when she shows up to the Rutgers facility she can't pull out a bowl game trophy. <laughs> like, she can't. There's no bowl game trophy in there. There's not even a bowl game participant ribbon. Six years, no bowl game, Sam. That's that's why I question the spending. And that's why I said the mission today, Sam, is follow the money. If you had to choose, if you had to choose, and you could be Iowa spending $577,000 or be Rutgers, I know the answer, but who would you choose? 
Definitely Iowa. Definitely. And you know what? I, I yeah. bet I bet Iowa gets a lot of help in that regard by mm-hmm. recruiting guys that are in their state or very Correct. close, like Correct. Illinois, probably Minnesota. coaching some Minnesota, some Nebraska, yep. um, Missouri, maybe. I bet they get they probably recruit the Midwest pretty hard. Yeah. Because yeah. Iowa, Iowa in that same span, their win loss literally looks like the opposite of Rutgers. Their wins eight, ten. Now six and two, because that was the COVID year, but they went six and two. They only lost two games. Ten, nine, and eight. Sam, my math is mathing right now. I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. That's six bowl games, Sam. Six bowl games in six years. Mm-hmm. And they spent five hundred seventy seven thousand dollars. So for people that always try to say, like, oh, you got to spend all this money to have a good program, man. We got to raise more money. No, you don't. You don't. Now, Georgia, it worked because who are they going against? They're going against Money Banks, Aflac, Coach of the Year. Like, you got to do that against Kirby Smart's not dumb. That's why his name is Kirby Smart. He's not Kirby dumb. It's Kirby Smart because he's smart. He's like, I got to go against Nick. I know I was there. I know what Nick does. I know what Nick does. His mission on his mission Monday was I got to beat Nick. I'm going after Nick. 4.5 4.5 million, 16 million in six years. That's going after Nick. But in the Big Ten, I don't think the money always matters. We always say money matters. It does. But Iowa is literally, we can say we hate Iowa all we want. But it, they're literally showing like you can spend $577,000 in the cornfields and get it done. Now, what we don't know is how they travel because that's the difference. Travel, I'm guessing, is a huge expense. There could be a lot of driving in this for these coaches. Um, they could do maybe a van, not the head coach, but for these assistants. They can make them drive because that was the old school way. It was get in the car, drive hours upon hours, looking at your windshield, get to a kid's house, driving to the next kid's house, driving to the next kid's house. Uh, maybe on Spirit Airlines. Maybe they're going on Spirit. And they're like, look, we're going to get cheaper flights. We're not doing first class on Delta. You're not doing that. Like get the cheapest flight out there, whether it's Sun Country, whether it's American Airlines. We're not just going to do the highest price. So Iowa might have a better plan around that. Um, also, leaving Iowa, it's not easy to get certain flights. Like Minneapolis, you got every airline here possible. Iowa has to come to us to get some of these airlines, to get to some of these locations. So, and, and Michigan, same thing. They have a hub. They have a Delta hub. So clearly, they're probably using, utilizing that to get to where they got to go. Um, but again, it, it's very interesting when you look at this money because, again, this is my argument now. Every time people try to bring this up and argue about, oh man, NILs and Minnesota. NIL was probably part of it. Georgia, because what's not in this dollar is NIL. And we know Alabama's NIL is up there. We know Georgia's NIL is up there. We know LSU's is up there. We know Oregon is up there. But would you look at conference by conference, you could say the top of the echelons, the top of the tops, they're spending the most money and they're winning. Oregon, Clemson in the ACC, Michigan in the Big Ten, Oklahoma in the Big 12, like I said, Oregon in the Pac-12, and Georgia in the SEC. Now, another surprising one for me is that Alabama is fourth. I would have thought Alabama was two, but I do remember people talking about Texas A&M because that's when Nick Saban was pissed off that Texas A&M had the top recruiting class. It worked. He had the top recruiting class. But did they win? No. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Coaching matters. P.J. Fleck is going to matter. So I'm tired of people saying that's the way. Iowa. Like I said, six bowl games, $577,000, that seems more financially responsible to me. Hate them all you want, but they're financially responsible. I don't know. We got Tyler Newbin joining us in the Hanging Ron Johnson segment. I'm, 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 I'm excited to sit down with this kid because he's going to be a draft pick. He's going to be a potential draft pick. And we're going to dive into this because this money thing is not over. This mission money, sorry, this mission Monday is over for the, us following the money, but the money's not over. We're going to drag this in the front. We're, it's going to be a mission Monday. On a Friday, because I'm going to I want the guys, I want whoever's on with us on Friday's roundtable to dig into this money a little bit more and give their thoughts on it. Uh, because, again, we, we maybe we, we have a, a thought process that we need to throw it away. It's not always about the money and having the most money that's going to win. But I said, we got Tyler Newbin joining us on Hanging Around Johnson segment. Remember, people, you can download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app on Amazon Fire and Roku. You get all of our shows, all of our videos. You can see the Vikings players that we've had shows with right there on your TV screen. And we have a word from our sponsors. 
We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. They've got awesome promotions at FanDuel all the time. They've also got, for new customers, a bet five, get 150 promotion going on. Bet five, get $150 in bonus bets right now. And you can get that on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure, and easy to use. And they pay you your winnings instantly when you cash those bets. No better place to bet the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Hey, that no sweat first bet, don't forget about it. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. FanDuel.com slash locked on. To get started, FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 3-2. Hey, so I'm excited about this next guest. We got Tyler Newbin joining us on the Hangover Ron Johnson segment. And for those that don't know Tyler Newbin across the world, I know Minnesota fans know who he is. He, in my opinion, is the best safety in college football right now. When you look at everybody coming back for the 2023 uh, football season, uh, 2024 draft class, I put Tyler Newbin up there as the top safety in the, in the class. And I said that last year during the season, but Tyler Newbin, uh, when you see him on the field, he reminds you of what an old school football player is. Uh, he's a kid that's smart, goes to class. And he did something that a lot of kids don't do. He had a chance to enter the NFL draft and he decided to return to the university of Minnesota to get one more season and one, his brother's going to be playing a little bit at running back this year. So I know that's going to be fun for mama, mama Newbin. She's going to enjoy that, seeing a baby and then big bro on the field at the same time. Uh, but Tyler Newbin is doing something unprecedented in today's world where it's money first uh, and then everything else follows. Tyler Newbin is going back with his family. That's F-A-M-I-L-Y. That's forget about me. I love you. That's the Gophers moniker that P.J. Fleck has implanted uh, when he first got here. And uh, Tyler Newbin, man, thanks for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me. So let's jump out there quick, man. I want to talk about that. You decided to come back. You could have been a second-round draft pick uh, in the NFL uh, when you see your, your counterpart go in the fourth round to the, uh, to the Saints. So clearly, uh, not, mm-hmm. nothing is Jordan Howell. I think you both were good, but you know, I think people would have said you were the better safety of the two. Uh, so you would have easily been a second, third-round pick uh, in this year's NFL draft, went on to some team and been making money now. But you decided to return to college football. One, now you're the best safety in college football right now. A lot of people are saying that. Uh, but two, you said there was some unfinished business. What was what went into that decision? Uh, yeah, I, I just wasn't ready to leave yet, man. Uh, you know, just just looking at the schedule we had, you know, look, looking at the team that we're going to have next year, man. Uh, you know, I got an opportunity to come back because of COVID. So, you know, I, I just thought I would be kicking myself, you know, down the road if I didn't take the opportunity and, you know, make the most of it. So, uh, you know, I, I left a lot of me on the bone last year, too. So uh, I just I feel like I got a lot more to prove. Yeah. And, and, and talking about a lot more to prove, um, we know it's not your personal self because you've you've done everything you could do to put yourself in a position you're in uh, to be able to make money in the NFL. But I, I feel like there's like you said, there's le- there was meat left on the bone. This is a team type of comment you're making right now. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it about this team, this culture? Uh, and PJ Fleck that just say, you know what, I do want to come back. Like what, what went into that whole thought process around the culture and the team and just, you know, doing it one more time. Right, man. Uh, I, I think we got, you know, one of the best coaches in the country, man. And, you know, we're, we're super connected. We're, we're a family first uh, program, man. You know, it's, it's been so many times, so many years that, you know, we've been so close. We've been right there. So uh, I, I just want to give him one more shot, man. One more shot. At, you know, our main goal, of, you know, bringing the championship back to Minneapolis. So uh, that that just uh, I couldn't pass up on that, man. Yeah, we talked about this on the PJ Flex show. You know, you talk about family. Mm-hmm. You got blood on this team. Your little brother, but he's on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And uh, I know we joked around about this before, but there was an instance I think during spring, and I talked to PJ about this, where your brother actually kind of and it wasn't for real this is football people it's always going to be some pushing around some bumping some some team uh mm-hmm. grabbing and, and and moving people out the way they're grown men and your brother got into it and i saw you kind of run over to the defensive side uh mm-hmm. when the fight broke out and not for your brother uh what is that like you know because when you guys are going to battle and you got to meet little bro in the hole uh mm-hmm. or, or there's a little square uh, a squabble on the field uh you know you, you're siding with your boys what what is what what goes down into that thought 
Uh, honestly, it's, it's just when I'm, when I'm in between those lines, man, all bets are off. I mean, it, it don't matter who you are. You, you could be blood, you know, you could be my pops, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it does not matter, bro. So uh, I, I, it's a different type of mode when I get in between those lines, man. So uh, sometimes I don't, I don't really notice it. You know, it, it, it could be on accident. So I got to go over there and tap little bro after practice. But, hey, love you. You know, I didn't, I didn't mean none of that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that's just what happens, bro. And fast forward four years from now, you're in the NFL. Little bro has a chance to enter the NFL. Because in college, you guys won't ever really get to hit each other. It's not going to happen. Right. Practice is right. – it's competing, but you guys are out there to compete to get better. Mm. But when you have a chance to actually meet him in the hole one-on-one, mm. what happens? Because your brother's shifty, man. Like, I watched him this spring, and your brother can move. Uh, what what happens in space? You and little bro out there 10 yards down the field. You got to mm. make the tackle. He's got to make you miss. Who, who's winning that? He knows what happens. <laughs> That's not a question. That's not a question. No questions asked. What, yeah, I think. He, I don't he, think he, he would say that though. I don't think he would say that. I got. I think get him he on knows. Here. I think he knows, man. We might have to get him on here. He upstairs, so I, I don't know. <laughs> we might have to answer that question, but he knows. He knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but when you when you think about uh, this season, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, the schedule, the way the schedule's laid out, you know, you're playing mm-hmm. some teams you haven't played. Uh, there's a lot going around with who can possibly win the West, you know, then the next year you got USC and UCLA. So this is probably the last year this, the conference is going to look this way. Uh, you got a Wisconsin with Luke Fickle. You got an Iowa who uh, has continued to be a solid program. When Tyler Newbin steps on the field this season, what's the one mark you want to leave on this season? Uh, honestly, I, I just want to want to give it, give everything I got and not, not leave anything out there. You know, I, I feel like I left a lot of plays out there. Uh, on the field last year, and you know, I want to, I want to make up for that this season. I don't want to leave nothing out there on that field. Man, I thought Tyler was about to drop some news because, like, that was the <laughs> that was the sounder that there's about to be a breaking story. So yeah, that was fault. that was very uh, cinematic. <laughs> I like that. That was very cinematic. I thought I thought Tyler was about to break it down. Like, man, you know what? I, I'm, I'm I'm winning. I'm winning the Jim Thorpe Award this year. Like. You know, like <laughs> That's what I thought, you know. But when you look at when you look at that, when you look at the Jim Thorpe Award, it has been won in the University of Minnesota before by a safety mm-hmm. in Tyrone Carter, who was drafted to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, yeah. So that's not something that's unheard of. You know, mm-hmm. myself, Eric Decker, we were up for the Bolitnikov. Uh, we've had some Outland Trophy winners in Greg Essinger, uh, Ben Hamilton. Uh, so, 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 trophy national trophies are something that Minnesota is not. Uh, 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 like, like it's not unheard of to do. Mm. Um, so when you think about putting your name on this national name stage now, again, entering as you know one of the top safeties in college football, mm. um, you know how how hard is it sometimes to drown that noise out and say, you know what, I'm gonna let the trophies fall where they fall. I, I got to play this season. Yeah, I mean uh, that, that's every season, you know, with 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 a lot of guys. But um, you know, those trophies you can't win without you know playing good football. So you know, you can't focus on, you know, oh, I got to do this to get this. I got to do this, you know. Just got to focus on every single week being the best you can be, man. That's all we do. And, you know, the, that's how the trophies take care of themselves, just making plays every single week, doing your job. And, you know, that's what, that's what I'm going to focus on. And you got a chance to see Terrell Smith. You know, he went mm-hmm. to the NFL, to Chicago Bears. Uh, so, so again, another guy you play with in that, in that defensive backfield. You had two – you guys could have had three NFL draft picks and one defensive backfield this year, which, right. is, 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 um, is, is, you know, goes back to, like, the University of Miami days uh, mm-hmm. with, with Mike Rump, Philip Buchanan, and Ed Reed. Um, that's, and then Sean Taylor eventually came after them. Right. That's, that's not a normal thing to have three DBs possibly make the – you know, drafted. Not make it, but drafted to the NFL. How fun mm-hmm. was it to see Terrell Smith – uh, get his name called. Man, it, it was awesome, man. I was, uh, you know, just saying this in the interview. You know, uh, uh, last a uh, couple weeks ago, uh, they were they were asking me about Jay Howard Tea Time, man. You know, I still look up to those guys, man. Those are my big brothers, man. So uh, seeing those guys get drafted meant the world to me, bro. It was awesome, and you know, I, I wish those guys the best, man. I can't wait to see them on the field. And when Tyler Newbin, again, when when people ask Tyler Newbin, um, what? Because I know this question comes up a lot. You know, I know PJ mm. says failure is growth. And so on and so forth. Um, I know basketball players like uh, what's his name, uh, Greek Freak. He was asked, "Hey, you guys were the one seed and lost to the Heat. Uh, would you consider this a failure?" And he bought the Michael Jordan uh, thing up as far as he only made the playoffs six times. You know, so yeah. with those other nine times failure. No, he's like, nope, that's leading up to something. Uh, for this season, for you, uh, what is your? Because I know failure is not an option. It, it's it's an opportunity to grow and get better. 
Um, but but for this season to you to feel like a success, what what does Tyler Newbin see on his vision board for this season to become a success for the Gophers? Honestly, it's it's just maximizing the full potential of this team. And, and I really think the, the potential of this team is to go out there and win a championship. I really do. And I think that's that's the potential that we've had every year. And, you know, it's, it's been some things that have held us back. And obviously, you know, we learn from those things. And, you know, I've been able to, you know, think about, you know, the last four years that I've been here and, you know, especially that 2019 season, uh, you know, just the things we had to do in order to uh, get that, that championship goal. Um, I think that, that we can, we can do that this year. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, if that doesn't happen, that doesn't mean it's a, it's a failure of a season either. Uh, but uh, I, I really do believe that, you know, we, we have the tools and, you know, we have the knowledge and uh, about the past, obviously to, to be able to accomplish that goal. And PJ Fleck, I mean, he's a polarizing figure. He has the roll the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I got the oar behind me uh, that PJ gave me. Uh, I think when he first got to Minnesota, like I, because I, I started looking at old pictures of like the state fair, and I think mm-hmm. that's that's when he uh, he came down and gave me an oar. He also gave us a pink oar. And you guys mm-hmm. were, I think you were part of that group of team members. Uh, when my wife had breast cancer, the team, uh, yeah. you know, dropped off a, a pink oar to us, and mm-hmm. that was a. Uh, it was a, it was a, that was a touching moment. I'm not gonna lie. Like I told PJ, like I'm not gonna tear up right now. I'll save it for later. Uh, but that that was a touching moment as well. So when you think about PJ Fleck, you know, because people don't see that side of PJ, they see the TV side of it, the running up and down the field, uh, all the slogans. Uh, but what what has PJ Fleck meant to you? Uh, honestly, he's been an incredible teacher, man. Um, you know, we when we have our team meetings. Uh, Every single time it, it starts with something that's not related to football. You know, he, he's able to, you know, tie in the things that are going on, you know, with our program, the things that are going on outside of here. So uh, he just gives a really good perspective of, you know, how life really is, you know, outside of college football and, you know, how, you know, everything's not like, you know, the family and the culture that we have and, you know, being able to give thanks and, and give back and, you know, be able to really appreciate what you have because not everybody really, you know, has the opportunity that you have. Uh, I really think I, I can't thank him enough for that, honestly, because, you know, a lot of guys would just, you know, chalk up X's and O's and, you know, just be able to just just do that and sit in the background. But, you know, he, he doesn't do that. That's that's not him. And that's never been him. And that's never going to be him. So you know, I appreciate him for that. Yeah, and uh, it is Ron Johnson on Locked On Sports Minnesota. This is the Ron Johnson Show. That's Tyler Newbin, uh, safety at the University of Minnesota. Tyler, a couple more. Um, when when you see people, because I mean, you you see social media, you're on it. I see you. You got the you know you got the the videos. You got the swag. You and your lady. Right. You know you do the the handshake <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, first question, fun one. How hard is it? Because these handshakes now have pinkies in it. It got uh-huh. index fingers in it. How hard is it to like really learn the handshake before it's super comfortable? Because it's like fifteen little things within these yeah. handshakes now. Like, how hard is that? Yeah, sometimes it's tough, man. I I, I don't know how LeBron do it. I, I see how he messed up that one with with. You see, he messed up that one with Malik Beasley. Yeah, I mean, that's why I do it all the time. Like when you have twenty handshakes on the team, bro, you, you gotta you gotta really you Danny you, you gotta practice them yourself, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't mess up. You, you can't mess up somebody's handshake. I'm about, I know you got the, the wristband for coverages and, and calls. Right. I'm like, you got to have a wristband for handshakes. Like, all right, exactly. I got a little bro. Yeah. We got this one. I got yeah. this one with the girlfriend. Yeah. I got this uh-huh. one with EJ. Like, yeah. man, because I, I saw you and your girls. I'm like, that's a lot. You know, that's yeah. a lot of little little intricacies in there. But, yeah, you're right, man. LeBron, mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. He has a different yeah. handshake with everybody on the team, uh, which just goes into his, like, leadership, I guess. Like, that's just another level of leadership, making everybody feel uh, incorporated within the Lakers organization. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to go there, too, real quick. Uh, I know athletes always watch other sports. Who in the West, who are you hoping to come out of the West right now in the NBA playoffs? Oh, man, uh, it's it's really a toss up between I don't know who I even want to win the Lakers in the Warriors okay. series, because I could I could see either one of them coming out the West. So we got to see out of them. So whichever one of them wins this, you're hoping they beat the Suns or the Nuggets. Yeah, whoever wins, wins this series is beating the Suns or the Nuggets. Oh, oh so it's guaranteed. OK, OK. Okay, so for the fan duel, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know I give you guys the locked, the locked of the week. Uh, yeah. Hey, there's Tyler Newbin's lock. He said, whoever wins, Warriors, Lakers, take that early parlay on FanDuel.com <laughs> because they're going to beat the Suns or the Nuggets. Uh, I don't know, man. Devin Booker no and KD. On that. 
Ke- Kevin Booker and KD, man. Oh, you're quoted. Oh, you're quoted. <laughs> when that second up. series rolls around, if Devin Booker goes for a hundred, we gonna play this again. Uh, but matter. Devin Booker and KD score seventy two. So that's why I was like, I I'm gonna apologize to them tomorrow on the show because. I was so caught up in the Nuggets just offensive proficiency, and I was like, man, these dudes are well coached. They play good together. And then Mm -hmm. Chris Paul gets hurt, so I'm like, it's over. And then Devin Booker and KD do what they do best, which is put the ball in the bucket. So when they score 72, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can do that every night. That's a lot. When they score 72, I was like, okay, this is is a series now. It's 2-2. Philly and Boston is 2-2. So there's some great – series out there right now uh but getting off of basketball because i'm already talking i'm not even asked that question because I, I love to talk football basketball player or sorry <laughs> basketball football players because Tyler Newman already told me he can't hoop so i ain't even gonna ask that question come on now come on now Don't wait so you so now you can hoop now you know i can hoop man <laughs> so you that. and pj you and pj one-on-one you gotta Who's ask winning? him you gotta ask him about that you gotta ask him about that. have you played him one-on-one we play we play uh, a couple games of pig. Okay, yeah. so who wins that? PJ won that or you won that? He won that because uh, PJ can shoot. He can't so I knew shoot. It was I one of you lie. guys. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was tea time. Terrell Smith told me he can't hoop. That's I like. I knew it was a go for DD because <laughs> he was on the show before the draft. Yeah, and it was maybe it was him. They said he can't hoop. Yeah. So because coach, coach is scared to play me one on one, man. I've been asking him to play me one on one for five years. He still don't want to play me. <laughs> Every time he's like, "Yeah, let's play pig." He just want to shoot the ball. So he okay, so he run. I mean, you do got yeah. like what four inches on him, five inches on him, That's about right. hundred, about about thirty pounds on him. So yeah, maybe he don't want you to back him down and be able to tell him. Maybe after you get drafted in the first round, then he'll be okay with uh, losing to you. But but being on the team, he know he'd have to deal with you every day, bringing yeah. it up like, coach, you don't you don't want to play me. Me and Sam Ekstrom, we we wanted to add a little flavor to this to get it out on social media, of course, because. Nothing like a little brotherly competition, but Jordan Newman is Jordan Newman is joining me on the Ron Johnson show. Uh, Jordan is a running back at the University of Minnesota, brother of Tyler Newman. Real quick, because I'm about to get you on the show, man. I'm about to get you on maybe next week. Um, yes, you chose Minnesota. Is it because of your brother, or did you just like Minnesota? Like, what was the reason behind that? Um, I think it was a little bit a part of my decision to come here, but um, I like the program, like the culture a lot, and. That was a lot about a uh, big part of my deciding factors, too. And your brother. So real quick, before we get you out of here, man. Your brother, I asked him this question, and I, I love to do this. I do it with teammates, too. Antoine Winfield, I know, you know, I talked to him about that, if he had a chance to tackle Mo Ibrahim, so on and so forth. And so I asked your brother, I said, your brother's a running back. I know PJ's letting you guys compete, but not, yeah. you're not hurting each other. Yeah. But in yeah. the NFL, when you make it, your brother's going to be in the NFL probably four years after the fact. You guys might have a chance to actually tackle you, whether it's in a preseason game, whether it's an actual game, whatever. Mm-hmm. I he said you have no shot. He said you know the answer. He said you have no shot of breaking a tackle against him in the open field, ten yards. You're ten yards on the field, open field. He said you have no shot of making him miss. Yeah, what are your thoughts no, on that? I don't know about no shot. <laughs> I don't know about no shot. I got a chance. I definitely got a chance. I definitely got a chance. <laughs> Because if it's so, because I give you this, if it's if it's trying to run him over, he probably has a better shot, right? Mm, no, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe. I, like, I don't I know. Like that. I like that. <laughs> but 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 I'm talking about shimmy shake, shoulder lean, stanky leg. Like, come oh, on, yeah, now. if you if yeah, you giving him the day, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I thought. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, in it. I hole, love it. I hole, love it. In the hole, maybe he might got me in the hole, but out open field, no, I got him. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, that's Jordan yeah. Newman, people. Uh, we're going to get him back on the Ron Johnson show, man. I like your energy. So, uh, you know, have a good season. But I'm for sure I'll be there, man. I do the pregame show. I do the PJ Flex show, man. So I'll be around this season. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. <laughs> we got Tyler Newman on here on the Ron Johnson show. Uh, go for safety. Two quick ones before we get out of here, man. Uh, Tyler, when you look at the NFL draft, uh, and I know kids have done this growing up. I know you're an Illinois native. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a team that you see that you're like, man, uh, I've always wished or hoped to hear my name called by this team or at some point in my career play for that team? Uh, you know, obviously growing up, uh, being, you know, living in Illinois, I always, you know, dreamed of being on the Chicago Bears, obviously. Okay. But, uh, you know, you know, right now I, I really don't don't have any preferences. I'm, I'm not I'm not really like that. 
Uh, but yeah, that that was that was my that was my team growing up. The Bears. Yeah, because I mean that's for me. My dad played for the Steelers. That's why the Steelers yeah. helmet's back there behind me. Even though the Ravens one you can see now, but my dad's helmet's mm-hmm. behind me. Uh, and so I had the same feeling. I was like, man, it'd be cool to go to the Steelers. I got to meet with the Steelers. I got to meet with Bill Cowher. And then the Ravens draft me. I'm like, that's the rival. <laughs> like I'm going to the opposite side of the table. That's uh, how it works, I, don't it? Yeah, they, yeah. You yeah. you don't get what you want. So so you yeah. know what? Honestly, Harrison Smith towards the end of his career, you'll probably end up a Minnesota Viking. Amen. Like there was a chance Terrell Smith was going to come here, and I think the Bears yeah. got him right before the the, the Vikings might have wanted to get some, uh, another corner. So yeah. you you might end up a Minnesota Viking and have to play the Bears twice a year, uh, which still would be fun. You get to go home and yeah. play the Bears back in your hometown of Chicago. Uh, yeah. You know, again, you got you got Harrison Smith kind of towards the end of his career. Uh, yeah. It could be the Terrell or the Tyler Newbin uh, alongside the Cam Bynum show. Like that would that would be a, a, a cool duo at safety for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, but last one, man, when, when you talk about, you know, faith and having confidence in mm-hmm. yourself, because I see the people post like, oh, that's him. He's Himothy. All this, like, <laughs> where's that, where's that faith coming from that you truly just believe, you know, whether it's God, whatever it might be, that you really are just trusting yourself to get done what yeah. you have to get done? Uh, obviously, yeah. Uh, you know, my guy given ability, you know, I, I thank the man above every single day for giving me the opportunities and, you know, giving me the abilities I have, but, uh, I always just, just go back on, go, go back on my work ethic. And, you know, I, I know that nobody's going to outwork me, uh, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, nobody's going to outwork me. I make sure that, uh, in every single time that, you know, I'm, you know, in the position of, you know, growing really out on the field, I just go back to, working harder and playing harder than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's what really gives me confidence that uh, nobody's going to go harder than me on that field, whether that's, you know, in a workout or that's in practice or, you know, whether that's in a game, nobody's going to play harder than me. So uh, that that's where I get my confidence from. And last one before we get out of here, when you look at the NFL, I know you watch the game. Uh, I've seen you guys at the Vikings games and other games. Terrell Smith did tell me, I think you guys left the Colts game. So you guys missed the best game in NFL history. Uh, <laughs> so we already know you guys left that game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you when you watch the NFL game and you look at other safeties, because for people that don't know, Tyler Newbin is built like Thor. Like he, he's built like he should be an Avenger. So he's a well-built kid. Uh, definitely eats well in the weight room type of kid. Gonna hit you. He's an old school safety. Uh, can intercept the ball. Like has really good ball skills. I'm talking about too high safety. You're trying to run a post corner. Good luck. Tyler Newbin can't come across that field. You're running a dig. You think it's too high. It's cover four. Tyler Newbin's gonna bite and take that away from your tight end. Uh, that's what Tyler Newbin brings to the field. But when you watch safeties, because for me, it was Keyshawn Johnson. I loved everything mm-hmm. about Keyshawn Johnson when I was coming out of high school and in college. And then when I got to the NFL, that was the main reason in college I wore number three was because of Keyshawn. When you look at mm-hmm. NFL safeties or past, present, future, whatever, who mm-hmm. is a safety that you kind of watch uh, right now to say, this is what I want to mirror my game after? Yeah, I, I always watch uh, Sean Taylor just because oh, yeah. Uh, just, just, just because of how he played, you know, he always played fast. He always played hard. Uh, but one of the main guys I watched was Ed Reed. Uh, and and one of the guys I've been studying the past couple of years, just his, his level of preparation to the game and, you know, being able to play mind games with the quarterback, you know, I, that's what I really love. And that's what I really, you know, you know, bring a part of my game is just that preparation and knowing what play is going to come before it comes so you can make plays. Man, those are two – like, I played with both of them. Those are two mm-hmm. awesome, uh, like, ideas, and I'll say you're dead on. Ed Reed watched so much film, he had to make sure he knew – the. it was like chess. He right. had to know if he moves a piece here, this is what the quarterback's going to do. So then when he moves this piece here, the quarterback might do this. And then in the end, checkmate because he's going to make sure that you are wrong because he's going to get in that right position and make you think of something else. So, you know, good luck this season, man. You know, I'm going to be at every game. I'm covering every game on, on the Gophers pregame show. I'll be there every week doing the, uh, the PJ flex show, of course. And we yes, got sir. some stuff in the works, man. So I, I definitely threw your name in the hat for this. Cause uh, okay. you know, I told him, I'm like, man, there's some great personalities on his Gophers team. So there's, there's something we're trying to get in the works uh, for like a TV, social media type of content. So I want people to stay tuned for that because I think Tyler Newbin, mm-hmm. Ethan Kalik Manis was a name that was thrown out there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tyler Newbin is definitely a guy I think that that would enjoy. Uh, I'll just say this, breaking down film on TV. I think Tyler I Newbin like that. has that in him. So yeah, Tyler, I want to thank you for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show, man. Coming up next, people, though, 
Me and Sam, we're going to do a little quick version of Daily 3, I guess. It's going to be like a post-interview breakdown. Myself, Sam Maxstrom, but stick around for that. And we'll have we'll be back right after the word from our sponsors. Man, it was great having Tyler Newman on the show. His brother, Jordan Newman, that was a great cameo. Really enjoyed that one as well. But for the SiriusXM radio users and the SiriusXM app users, the Locked On Podcast Network is excited to partner with SiriusXM. Find the Ron Johnson Show on the SiriusXM app. You can just go to the app. So here's the thing. SiriusXM has an app. Just go into your app store, whichever you use. Search SiriusXM. Download the app. Now, if you do not have the radio subscription, you can get an app subscription and it'll walk you through it. If you do have the car subscription, the app is free for you. Just go get your login. It's on channel zero. That's your login. You put that in there and then you have to create an account. You'll now have the app and it'll be right there on your phone. It's very simple. You just search Locked On Sports Minnesota and then you hit the star. That's now going to put our channel right there on your app as one of your faves. Whenever you open the app up, Click your phase, which is Locked On Sports Minnesota. You'll be able to hear the Ron Johnson show every day. You can Bluetooth it to your car. You can wear it on the treadmill when you're walking. But XM Radio is cheap as $3.99 a month. $3.99 a month. Come on now. That's cheaper than every subscription out there. But for $3.99 a month, you just have to call into them and, and check it out if you want to get it to your car. If your car doesn't have the setup for XM Radio, you can just have the app and then you can Bluetooth it your car but locked on sports podcast network is, is excited to partner with sirius xm radio and we're going to be with you along the way because football season it's going to get real good so stay around for that coming up next we got the daily three but for the everydayers people it's the daily one because of time and it's me and sam maxstrom so that's coming up next so i jump right into it there ron yep. okay here we go and that's so I said it coming up next. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Three, two. And that's one question, but we have three minutes to do it. Take it away, Sam. It is rookie camp week for the Minnesota Vikings. The rookies are coming to Egan at TCO. They'll be on the field. 15 UDFAs, six draft picks, and probably some tryout guys as well. Jordan Addison's going to be there wearing mm-hmm. the number three. So, Ron, Ooh, the daily one question. What does Jordan Addison have to do? to pass K.J. Osborne and be the wide receiver two on this team? Well, I know when Jordan Addison came to Minneapolis and he came to, uh, I don't know if he signed his contract that day, but he came to meet, do the interviews, do the presser. We did a little show, uh, and I met him at TCO. And first of all, I told him I love the number because that was my college number, number three. Uh, so we have something there. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm hoping, I'm hoping somebody for the Vikings ends up getting me a Jordan Addison jersey because I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to frame it. But the three, I got to have the three. Um, I told Cam Dancer that it just didn't work out. Uh, but I think Jordan Addison, in order for him to surpass K.J. Osborne, honestly, 100% honest, he has to do some Superman, Spider-Man type stuff. I just don't think a non-padded week, um, even a training camp, is going to surpass K.J. Osborne because K.J. Osborne has earned the right to be wide receiver too. You got to think about B.C. Johnson. B.C. Johnson, in our minds, didn't do a ton to be wide receiver too. Now this is a totally different coaching staff. So again, I don't know how Kevin O'Connell views it, but Justin Jefferson started off as wide receiver three. We know after that coach game had a horrible game uh, for, for that crew against the coach early on for NBC Johnson, for sure. And so then Justin Jefferson was, was, was implanted as wide receiver two and never looked back. I think for Jordan Addison to get two, um, it's going to come down to uh, the season. I think training camp, he's going to have to have a really good preseason and training camp to even be considered to start week one. Um, and then, you know, grasping the offense. But it's about how much he can consume and how much offense he can take in. If they see this guy spoon-feeding and he's like, man, no, forget that. Give me more, give me more, give me more. And it's not like, all right, slow down. What's this? Where do, we, where do you line up? How deep is this route? What do you do in this concept? If it's covered two, what does this route convert to? If it's a lot of hand-holding, I don't think they're going to do that because they want to put the best product on the field as well, and they don't want their rookie to get overwhelmed where he ends up being hurt before he's able to thrive and i think you want to make sure that doesn't happen and when i say hurt i mean mentally hurt emotionally hurt where it's just not going his way um stefan diggs talked about that when he wasn't originally put in as even i mean he was wide receiver seven his rookie year and so for him it was the hunger that got him better and i think that's what you want to do you want to keep these young rookies hungry you don't want him coming in saying oh i'm just i'm just the starter i'm the guy 
I'm next to Justin Jefferson. No, it's it's, it's KJ Osborne and Justin and Jordan Addison will be wide receiver three for a while. Um, again, unless he does some Spider-Man type stuff where this dude is like catching balls with webs and he's jumping over players and stuff. I don't think the coaches are there. I think that KJ Osborne has done enough to be wide receiver two. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, Ron, back in the old days, they had six preseason games, and you would you would sort these things out in the preseason, right? Oh, All yeah. your best players would play, and then you yep. would say, well, this guy did better, so he's going to be the starter. I don't think they're going to play Jordan Addison in the preseason. I mean, I, mm. I, I'm not – maybe they do a little bit, but I think they value him so much that they're not going to risk his injury. So I, I don't think he plays in the preseason. I don't think Osborne plays in the preseason. Mm. So it's not going to happen by week one. I think oh. Osborne will have the job in week one. And maybe you disagree with that. No, I, I, think, just, that, I think it should be a parlay on a, 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 a locked on.com backslash FanDuel, <laughs> FanDuel.com backslash locked on parlay. Which rookies don't play? Like, put your bets in. And it, yeah, I don't know. That, that'd, that'd be interesting. What if Jordan hasn't, I, I can't remember the last time a rookie hasn't played in preseason. So that, that would be a very intriguing thing to see. That's a good one, though. It, keep yeah. On. And I'm trying to remember what they did with the scene. Um, I think they did play scene because they knew he wasn't going to be a starter. Correct. Addison is going to, if, even if he's not wide receiver too, he's going to play a ton. I think what, what it would take for him to pass Osborne, though, it would take some measure of struggles, obviously, on Osborne's part. Maybe the yep. team's losing games. They're trying to shake something up at like week six or coming out of the bye. Yep. That could be a shift. But um, it's not going to be like a major overhaul because, again, three wide receivers are going to be on the field a lot, Ron. So we're going to yeah. see plenty of them on the field together. True, true. And, and I think that's the thing. We we, we talked about uh, Josh Oliver coming in. We talked about re-signing C.J. Ham. Uh, you only get about 65 to 70 plays, 75 plays a game, unless you're killing it and you get 80. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these personnel, 12, 11, jumbo, elephant, how they are used um, and how much – 11 personnel is used and because you know he said he wanted to get back to 12 well you now you drafted a receiver can you truly get back to 12 with a, a guy like jordan Addison, Justin and kj osborne because now you're, you're 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 running on low and so maybe it's a no huddle offense that's how you get more plays out there for more guys uh but man it was a great show today jordan how or sorry jordan newbin and tyler newbin joined us on the ron johnson show in the hanging ron johnson segment uh, loved every bit of it. Uh, I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Extra. Remember, people, if you want endless Vikings talk, make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Sports Minnesota YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. You just have to have an email address. Just hit subscribe. Create any. E- you have one. If you don't have one, go get an email address on Gmail or whatever Hotmail, Yahoo. Get it. Get it. Use your work email, but then go to YouTube. Put your email address in. Create an account, and then just subscribe to the Locked On Minnesota uh, YouTube. Because every time our videos are uploaded, every time something good happens. You're going to be able to see the video right there as it launches. But I'm Ron Johnson. That was Sam Ekstrom. We want to thank you guys and have a great Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.